Hi, and welcome to The Outside Story. You are listening to our third October Halloween special for the year 2021. My name is Larry, alongside with my brother, Jonathan, and today we are coming upon our second week of our October Halloween special. For today's episode, we are talking about two horror films that deal with a topic of death. Our two films are The Vigil, released in 2019 and can be found on Hulu, followed by Ghost Lab, released in 2021 and can be found on Netflix. Death is a common theme in horror films. People die, people grieve, and people experience rather interesting and spooky phenomenons when death is involved. The two films we are discussing today talk about death in ways we've seen before, but from a strong cultural perspective that are absent from most modern horror films we see today. Uh, Is there anything you want to add, Jonathan? Not necessarily. I think it's going to get a little bit more clear as we continue to move on. And I feel like death is the episode title of this episode but you know that's just one of the many connections that these two films have but i feel like death is kind of the was kind of the more apparent you know of the of all the many Mm -hmm. themes but yeah for sure for sure right okay uh if not then let's get right to it the first film we're talking about today is the vigil once again released in 2019 it is directed by keith thomas in his directorial debut and it stars dave davis who plays a young man he is a young man this time correct (laughs) i guess it's not really clear how old he is (laughs) he's not young young but he's like maybe (laughs) mid-20s late 20s i would imagine yeah maybe even more i don't know a man (laughs) yes a man a young man. I'm going to go with young okay. man. A young man named Yaakov Ronin. Yaakov is hired to be a shomer for a person who just recently passed away. And uh, I'm not really too familiar with this process, Jonathan. I don't know if you did research on it, but do you have any information more to add? Yeah, so a shomer is in the Orthodox Jewish tradition, at least in this film. And the Orthodox Jewish tradition is somebody who watches over a dead body. Like, I think it's typically the first night that the body is there. Like, essentially, it has to happen before the body gets taken to the funeral home to get prepared, like, for the funeral service. And so it's kind of like the first night. And Mm -hmm. the Shomer is sort of responsible to watch over the body or take vigil and sort of, like, pray and speak psalms over the body in order to sort of shepherd and guide the soul. And so, yeah. That's I think that's kind of the basis of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So forgive us because we are not too familiar with this tradition and this perspective. So uh, forgive us for getting anything inaccurate. But yeah, so this film just basically talks about this man's experience as he watches visual over the night. And this film literally only takes place in one night. So you kind of get to see and experience the weird, strange things that he <laughs> that he encounters. Mm-hmm during during his uh i guess observation so jonathan i never heard about this film at all but you said this is on your list for quite some time and i remember you said you had trouble finding it because this was released in 2019 but just released on hulu this year in 2021 this film actually did come out in film festivals around 2019 but they had a lot of distribution issues and it took some time for it to finally get released but they finally released it and it's on hulu and jonathan said hey let's watch a scary movie like someday and then so we did and we decided to watch this and i was like okay it's on your list we'll check it out i wasn't really too sure what i was getting myself into right no trailers none of that 
that. Um, and I sat through it. I sat through it, and I was very impressed with this film. <laughs> Extremely impressed. Like I was really glad I watched this film. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is one of the best horror films I've seen this year. I would say yeah. so. Yeah. For me, it was on my list. I just keep like this sort of short, quote unquote, short list of like films, especially horror films that I want to sit through and watch. And, you know, I don't even remember adding this to my list. Like I just go through and whenever a film comes up, somebody, either somebody recommends it or I see it on a list or something. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like I'll put it on my list. And, you know, I don't remember the details as to how like a movie ends up on my list, you know, maybe it's a ghost, who knows. Um, But, you know, somehow it just somehow ends up on my list. And then I end up, you know, just taking the time to watch it. And in this case, I was kind of glad. I don't remember what our other choice was for that night when we when we were deciding um, what to watch. Mm-hmm. But I'm really glad we decided to watch this one because I was literally on the edge of my seat the entire film. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh, this film is so good. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I could not right. like wait to see how it ended. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and like just in the beginning, like the way that, you know, like I, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of like pretty good openings and the opening for this, you know, the first two scenes for this film, plus the sort of title screen at the very beginning, it just captures you in such a way where you're just like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so this film, it opens like on a very personal level, the main character, he's in like a group where they just kind of get together and talk maybe like once a week or so. And they talk about like their kind of like what they're going through, what's going on. It's very clear that they're part of a similar community, right? They're part of a Jewish community, a very uh, conservative, uh, rather conservative Jewish community. And they all kind of just share their experiences where they are, where they are now, and they can relate to each other on, on that level. And that's the one thing I actually really love about this film is that I don't know too much about like Jewish culture and you know, and their traditions and how they kind of go about things. And I think this film just kind of gave us a small peek of like what it looks like. And I've never seen this kind of thing on film at all, especially with the lens of horror, because I, I'm pretty sure if if they if Christianity can have exorcisms and demons and Catholics can have all that <laughs> stuff, too, I'm pretty sure Jewish traditions have something very similar. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, but no one talks about that. No right. one wants to bring that up. And The Vigil is actually probably one of the very first few films that there's no real exorcism stuff but they definitely talk about that that stuff about grief about spirits about like demons and um all those sorts of things that it's like um yeah this is where those kind of religions originated from anyway you know so of course it'd be it'd be there relevant too so right i was gonna say you know like just to be clear this group of people at the beginning of the film are people who used to be part of the conservative sort of religion they're not part of that group anymore um or at least they it's not clear like whether or not they've they've like turned away from the faith completely but they were um sort of a part of this very conservative traditional sort of jewish community but they're not a part of it anymore i feel i don't know if they're like mm-hmm. if they don't just they don't practice the faith anymore period like that part's not clear but um you know, it is clear that, you know, they had a lot of sort of baggage from um, being a part of that community. Yeah. And in that mm-hmm. way, it's also kind of similar to Midnight Mass a little bit too, right? Where Yeah, a little <laughs> where, bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, they're sort of dealing with this, this um, like this baggage that they have from like being such a, so close and so tight knit into that community and with their faith as well. So, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, as the film kind of went on, it starts to kind of unveil the mystery. We're not going to get too detailed with this, as this, this I guess, for our conversation isn't going to be too in-depth. But um, for sure, absolutely, go check out The Vigil if that's, that's something that sounds very interesting. Because, to be honest, like I was not really expecting how it was going to end. And I, and I really, really loved the whole, like I guess, character arc transformation and just kind of how it kind of rolls rolls on over towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um and uh this is like this film reminded me of the Babadook a little mm-hmm. bit, right? It's kind of something where like the character goes through something and uh whatever it is they're kind of trying to understand or what they're trying to confront kind of manifests, you know, physically and spiritually and they have to learn how to find a way to get over it. So I'm hoping people like when they watch this film they don't take it too like literally. <laughs> like it's kind of supposed to represent that like what he's kind of going through too. And so that's why I definitely would say like definitely the vigil is probably one of my favorite films, one of my favorite horror films for this year for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. That I think the vigil is probably so far the best horror film that I've seen this year, mm-hmm. and it's also quite scary. You know what I mean? Like it's actually pretty scary. Like I think just the way that that the director was able to create tension in mm-hmm. the film. There's some very haunting shots like in this film. Like the very very first shot that I remember that sort of like was kind of like I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this shot is happening right now and I don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen." Was, you know, like again, like Larry had said, it kind of takes place in this sort of very small, you know, New York style sort of house where you know like the 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 dining room is connected to the living room and the character when he first gets to the house where he's going to watch over the body he sits down in the dining room and the shot is from the dining room side shooting into you can see into the living room like behind mm-hmm. him and you could yeah and he's not even he's not even facing the body right, he's not facing the body he's like yeah. looking towards the window you know and so mm-hmm. um like you can see the body behind him. And so the body is just mm-hmm. like laying in the living room, like covered with a white cloth and the character's like on his phone and he's not even paying attention to, you know, the body and stuff like that. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like what's going to happen? Is the body going to move? <laughs> and like what's going to happen? You know? Yeah. And, and I swear it literally stays like that for like five yeah. minutes. Like I swear right. like five minutes right. of the, yeah. The opening. Yeah. The and out. it's like so <laughs> scary, you know? And even the first time like he enters into the house, right? Like the first time mm-hmm. he enters into the house, you know, the, 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 the wife of the person who died is, you know, still in the house too with them. And so she is sitting in the living room when they first get there and she sees the main character and she immediately says like, no, not him, anyone but him you know and so it makes you think like what the heck like what's happening you know how come she says like he can't be the showmare for tonight you know like what is that supposed to mean mm-hmm. and it's a, it sort of like right. props this question to you and like what's going on and then it sort of creates this tension too like uh oh like does she know something like does she know something mm-hmm. that we don't that like he's not going to be good for this job like what's going to happen and so the way that the director is able to sort of create that tension all throughout the film is just amazing yeah and it makes it very scary and even for me like the the first shot that creeped me out the most or the first moment i guess was when he was leaving his group like he's he's leaving leaving with his his members from the group and he was carrying he was holding his jacket right like you know his jacket it's very cold out it's new york right it's super cold out out at night and he was holding his jacket like he was carrying a body over over his his shoulder over himself 
Yeah, over his uh-huh. shoulder. I was like, really? I was like, man, that's so creepy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, that 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 whole entire time, I was just like, oh man, that's right. so I can't do it. <laughs> right. But it's it's such good like attention to detail, you know, like from mm-hmm. from the director or even from the actor. Maybe the actor made that decision, you know, to to do it that mm-hmm. way. But like, it's just like, oh man, like that's creepy, you know. <laughs> And I guess what I also really liked about it, because to kind of go back to the cultural part, is that when they talk to each other, they'll kind of like speak English, but uh, but speak a little Hebrew as well, mm-hmm. and kind of go back and forth, kind of like very, um, kind of like uh, well, 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 within our our, our Hmong community, sometimes we'll do that too. Like people of our generation, will will talk in English, but speak a little bit of Hmong here and there, kind of interject it between the team, mm-hmm. you know, between between the two and um, that's just kind of like a thing. And right. so I really liked their portrayal of that, and I really liked how they did all these little attention to details like right. you said so absolutely check out this film if that sounds really interesting to you we're not going to say too much more about it there's a lot more <laughs> to it uh, but we kind of yeah. just scratched the surface a little bit of it i cannot recommend this film enough like for this season of like halloween like if you need like a scary fix like the vigil will do it for you like i, I promise you mm-hmm. i promise I guess the very last thing I would add is just the, the acting in this in this film is phenomenal. You know, like from mm, the definitely. like the the main actor, I think he's kind of like a this is like his first major role and I thought he just did great in that. And also the actress who plays the old woman, like she is just like amazing, you know? Um and so mm-hmm. like for me, like one of the big things was, you know, this like the 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 casting you know like they were able to find people who did um such a great job and it's like a smaller budget film too you know because you know they only have like two maybe three you know different settings at most you know and you know it's a very small cast and um yeah i just it, it demanded a lot for the main character and the main actor and i think he delivered so our next film is ghost lab it is a Thai horror film that released this year on Netflix. It, I believe it is a Netflix original film. Um, and so so for, forgive my Thai pronunciations. <laughs> it's going to be terrible, okay? So this film is directed by Pawin Purijipanya. And he did Phobia. If you're familiar with Phobia or Phobia 2, it's, Phobia is like, a, like an anthology film series. So like the film has like four different stories, etc. So he directed that. This is his big major, you know, solo film debut. And it stars two actors <laughs> who are who are singers. Um, I'm just gonna um, reference them by their first name. So the first guy, um, his name is Tana. He plays the character We in the film. He's the guy with the glasses. And the second character is Pari. He plays Gla. And so these two are doctors. And they're, I don't quite remember how they even get interested in, in, in this topic. But so basically, the, these two buddies, they're doctors, and they've been like friends for like, pretty much childhood friends. And one day, they just get really interested about like, death. Yeah, it, and like, it you was know. Gla. Gla was the one who was really interested in it. And mm-hmm. what happened was they were on the night shift one night. And they were hanging oh, out right. by the vending machine and getting food. And they see a ghost in the hospital. <laughs> they see mm-hmm. the ghost right, of right. a person who had died, I think, like a couple days ago. And that freaks them out. And then Gla, like, shows we everything. Like, all the research that he's been doing to try mm-hmm. to basically prove that ghosts exist. 
Yeah. And so these two go on like on a rather daring experiment to prove this theory, right? Because, you know, I guess their goal is to really make it big within the scientific community and they kind of want to get it into it by using, you know, paranormal science. And that's generally like a theme that's not really touched on in like, like from a scientific perspective. And so that's why I really liked how they approached this film. And so, yeah, like one of them, so, so we and Glad, the, these two friends, um, they decided to push their limits. They debate on who becomes like the person who, who's going to die to fully test this theory. Like from there, it just goes on a crazy spiral. <laughs> like ride like absolutely insane and it kind of just gets to the point where it's like you know is this even worth it you know it is is having all that glory and mm-hmm. having that fame even worth like your sanity and like your your family and all these other things you know right. those are some of the questions that the film poses and we both found about this film because Netflix was just kind of recommending stuff in general. It's like, <laughs> oh, we think you might like this, and we both saw the trailer. We were like, okay, that sounds really interesting. At first, I thought this was a TV show, like a Thai TV show, yeah. but we realized it was a film. We we're like, okay, let's go ahead and watch it. And this film, so Thai films, <laughs> Thai films, I, I still believe are like the king of horror, Asian horror <laughs> films. Like you absolutely still can't dethrone them. Like you can never dethrone them. Um, <laughs> like, 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 seriously, I don't think you can dethrone them. And Ghost Lab, I think, so it's really good to see, like, a recent Thai horror film, mm-hmm. you know, that just came out. And I think this film touches on a lot of, like, I guess, beliefs or legends surrounding, like, how the paranormal and the ghost exists. And they, they, they literally just start testing out all these theories. And once they start understanding and proving them, I noticed that a lot of the rules that they've applied here start to kind of branch out to other Asian horror stories as well. Like like a lot of the um, connections and a lot of the things that um, that are related to each other. You know, like Asian horror stories just generally have the same thing. You know, like like one of the big things is that, like, why do you see the ghost of someone recently after they die? What prompts them to show up, you know? And those are some of the questions mm-hmm. that um, Ghost Lab tries to answer. And they've already been answered, you know? It's been answered several times in films. Um, but I think this is the one that tries to take it more literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think even though Ghost Lab is very interested in the idea of ghosts and where they come from, I think it actually ends up really exploring the idea of the afterlife and what happens after you die. Because we didn't talk about major spoilers yet, have we? No, we haven't. I feel like we need to go into major spoilers for this (laughs) particular point. It's very hard hard to touch the surface of this particular film ghost lab because (laughs) yeah i think we need to talk about okay so one of the major things that happened in this film about i think in the middle of act two gla he ends up killing himself and taking his life for the sake of the experiment and they do this because they again want to prove that ghosts are real and so they're both like okay one of us has to kill themselves in order for us to prove that you know ghosts are real and we can prove that you know we can make them show up and Bla ends up, you know, killing himself and sort of coming back as a ghost to sort of help we make the point that ghosts are real. And in that, Bla kind of has these moments where, like, he sort of talks a little bit about, like, what the afterlife is like. Like, after he died, like, where did he end up going? And so mm-hmm. I think the film takes a lot of time in trying to also explore what happens after you die. And it's an interesting take because I think in Thai culture, and I could be wrong, people prove me wrong if this is wrong, but, you know, rebirth is a big thing. 
And so for this film to take the stance that, you know, the afterlife isn't actually rebirth, I think is pretty ballsy, <laughs> you know, um, a pretty ballsy right. move to kind of go against the culture and actually present another idea of what the afterlife could be. I think that that's a pretty interesting take. Yeah. And the film goes on to kind of explore like towards the second half, like you're not really too sure if we if he really does see Gla, you know, as a ghost in the afterlife, or if this is something we is trying to overcome like, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the most interesting part about this film. Because it could go either way. It literally could be interpreted both mm-hmm. ways. And that's what I really love about this film. Because, it, it like, it just shows for those two, like, you know, anything is possible. Especially when it comes to, like, you know, like, this topic is about death. And, like, when it comes to, like, death, especially for those of, like, close ones to mm-hmm. us, it's hard to understand like our grieving process um like you know we don't ever really know what it is until we actually experience it and it's different for depending on the people who we're close with and for we it you know we do know these two were very close friends they're almost like brothers Mm -hmm. you know and it goes to show that you know how do we even approach this sort of experiment and the end is even worth it you know Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's what i really like about ghost lab um i think it does take a few I think some parts might be a little too cheesy at times, but mm-hmm. I think that's just how Thai storytelling is sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to those cues. It might just be the director how he does it. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I'd say this film is good. I would recommend it. If if you definitely like like Asian now, like there's not too many like jump scares. Like I will be up front. There's not too many jump scares. Um, but... there's only a couple we, we watched this with <laughs> with our cousin and he got like like for for jonathan and i the jump scares didn't get us at all not really yeah. not but from no, no, no real reaction from us yeah they're scary for sure but no real reaction from us you know <laughs> but we were watching this with our with our cousin and he jumped he, he, he jumped and he reacted <laughs> yeah yeah he reacted very well to those jump scares uh <laughs> Yeah, and so I just thought it was funny because, like, you know, we didn't react at all. But they were scary for sure. They were good. But, (laughs) yeah, we didn't react. But this film was more of a drama with very, very strong horror elements. And I mean very strong horror elements. So uh, don't go in expecting something like, you know, jump scares left and right, like in The Conjuring or what you would see, whatnot. But this one definitely, if you want, like, a ghost story or a horror story that has a lot more character... Mm -hmm and a lot more um, personal to the characters, then I would definitely recommend Ghost Lab. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jonathan? Yeah, I feel like, you know, I agree with you that there are definitely some cheesy moments. And honestly, I I could have done without the very cheesy sound effects and like music and stuff like that, because I feel like it's a little overdone. And, and it's, it's not trying to be bad. You know what I mean? It's not like malignant where, you know, it was trying to be bad. Like this film tries to be good and it is good for the most part. Mm -hmm. But there are just some times where it's just like, oh, man, that is so cheesy. Or, you know, I did have a problem with a couple of the smaller actors and I'm just like, oh, man, their acting is not great. But, you know, like the main actors, like all of their acting is phenomenal you know from the the two main actors to um one of the one of the side characters who plays the girlfriend of gla and then also gla's mom is also very very good like all those actors Mm -hmm. um and actresses very very well done but then there's like a couple of side actors who like have like very very small lines where i'm just like yeah like that is like i don't know why the director like didn't say something (laughs) you know like he should have been like um that's a little too 
dramatic can we just you know tone it down a little bit <laughs> if it, it, at those yeah. times it felt like i was watching one of my mom's like thai soap operas you know and i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah, god yeah. this is not this isn't good but those moments are very very few and far in between the majority of the film is still very good again don't love the cheesy sound effects and the cheesy like music but you know if you can see past all of those things i think that ghost lab is a very very good film that asks some interesting questions and i feel like if you can begin to sort of connect with the two main characters in their sort of struggle to you know sort of make a name for themselves and also at the same time like try to find out the truth then yeah i think you'll really really enjoy this film so I do recommend it, but with a footnote, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that pretty much does it for this episode of our October Halloween special for 2021. Once again, this episode, we talked about The Vigil and Ghost Lab. And next week, we will be continuing our marathon of October Halloween special podcast episodes. And we'll be talking about high school, high school horror. And so the two films, or the two media we'll be talking about. (laughs) So we'll be talking about The Shed, released in 2019. It can be found on Shudder. And we'll also be talking about the Fear Street Trilogy, released by Netflix, released this year. All right, take care, guys.